Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Finally in a Book Podcast. I'm your host, Tav. I am so excited for today's episode. I hope you're just as excited as I am. Uh, we've been waiting for this book for quite a while. Actually, not as long as I thought that we would. Maybe it's been about a year. Mm, maybe about a year. So I am splitting this up. I'm just letting you know first off the bat that this will be a two-part episode. So like first part will be in this episode. Second part will be in next episode. I know, I know the last time that I did this, I really left it on a cliffhanger and was like, surprise. Uh, I'm not going to do that again because... I would have hated that if I were you, um, just like the last minute, like, oh, got to wait till next week. So I am warning you now <laughs> that it does live, leave off a cliffhanger where I do stop. But I also want you to know that I did it to myself, too. So I haven't finished this book. I am just in this first part with y'all and the notes that I've gotten from this first part. Like, literally, it's like halfway through the book. And then this next week, I am going to be reading the second half and doing next week's episode on that. So I just want you to know, I don't know what's going to happen in this book. I'm right there with you. So we're going to be like kind of theorizing what we think what could go next or like speculating on maybe like she's going to focus on this part. Maybe she'll focus on this part. You know what I'm saying? Like I am right there with you. So I'm really excited to get this started. Uh, this is book six. Uh, it's called Cherish by Tracy Wolf. If you're not aware of what's going on uh, with the mother-sister standard, yes, 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 yes. My sister, uh, she is right there with me. Like, I think she just started the book yesterday. So she's been just as excited as I am. We have not gotten my mom to try, like, we have not gotten my mom to read this series because we did find out, and I don't think I've said this before. I think I've meant to mention this, but we found out that my mom doesn't like reading books in the first person view, like with the I and the me and like basically the narrator being the person telling the story, like <laughs> that, that was redundant. That was the same thing. Uh, basically the narrator is the story like it's happening to them so it's like I did this and then uh why did they do this to me you know what I'm saying uh she likes the third person view which is interesting because I don't really like the third person view because it's not as relatable I mean I'll read the books but it, it really is as if you're like someone looking into the story which I understand but I like the first person because it's like oh what would I do if I was in that situation like oh this happened to me like I'm in the main character's shoes like this is what I'm thinking you know what I'm saying like I just thought that was very interesting and my sister is the same way with me like we like the first person view and so we're trying to find books for my mom that isn't like the first person that is the third uh the third person view and it's kind of difficult. So, yeah, that's what we're kind of on the search for now is a book for my mom to read that's like that. We really, really do want her to read this series, but she's having a hard time. So I'll let you know what comes out of that and if we can find a book that she would like that we've read. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll go from there. And uh, if you wanted to go back and listen to the episodes on like books one through five uh the first through the fourth book are episodes 15 to 18 I honestly like I'm gonna go back and listen to them I didn't get a chance to um I just kind of went into this book blindly and hoped to figure out who these characters are again which I did and but I'll lay it out all for you guys uh, so yeah, if you're wanting to go listen back, it's those episodes 15 through 18. And then the fifth book is episode 52. So, I mean, that's a big difference. We're on episode 80 now and yeah, clear back then. Uh, so it was really hard. It's really hard in like exciting books or like books that you've really been waiting for to not skip ahead. And so I've been seeing all over TikTok, like, People have like the the physical book and then they put their hand like below where they're reading so they don't skip ahead because my eyes do that too. Like 
I just hurry and skip ahead just to see if they do actually kiss or if they do end up together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am having a hard time. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it's just like I read it on an iPad, and so I just like flip the pages. Um, that's how I do, it. and so it's hard to like not look at the bottom of the page but maybe I need to get like a, a Kindle I think it's like the Kindle that you like scroll up and then maybe I won't like skip ahead so much because I won't scroll up unless I'm reading it does that make sense I don't know I'll figure it out but I just thought it was funny that other people do that as well because it's so hard not to spoil it for yourself but I love spoilers like when I'm in a movie or we're watching a movie online, I always go to IMDb and look at like the spoilers and synopsis because I can't wait. <laughs> like, And I used to go to like the, the end chapter of a book and read it. And I stopped doing that a long time ago because it just kind of did ruin it. But like, I have a hard time not skipping ahead because these books are just so exciting. Uh, so yeah, mentioned that this is gonna be in two books. Um, we're going to speculate. And then after this book, during this next, well, the next couple weeks, actually, because next week will be part two, I'm going to be summarizing all of these books into one episode. And I'm going to have the husband on because I was trying to tell him yesterday about this book and where I ended it off and like the cliffhanger. And he was like, I'm so lost. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, what what do you need from me? And I was like, oh, I need to do just a summarizing of all the books so someone doesn't have to like listen to all the episodes if you don't want to or like if you don't have time or if you don't want to read the books or don't have time to read the books, I'm just going to summarize it into one episode. So if that's you that you're like, I don't have time to really like get back into the story. I'll just wait until next episode. Totally understand. Uh but just so you know that that's, that's going to be happening. And then I wanted to do kind of a, a reminder of all the characters before we get in. And there'll be some uh, that are later on that I'll remind you kind of where they come into the story too. Uh, so we have our main female character. It's Grace. She's the gargoyle queen. And then we have Hudson, who he technically is the vampire king now uh, because his dad was like really evil and they like, made his dad human and now he's stuck in that cave where the blood letter was remember that and he's stuck with his wife who was the vampire queen she's still a vampire so she's like feeding off of him and they like hate each other um anyway so that's his parents and he is the mate to grace and then there's Jackson. So Jackson is Hudson's brother. And in the first and maybe second book, I can't remember, Jackson is was the mate to Grace. And we thought that they would be together. And we thought Hudson was really evil. But then Hudson came back. And we find out that Grace is actually the mate to Hudson. And the blood letter uh, created that fake bond um, and now it's like disintegrated. So Jackson and Grace aren't like uh, mates anymore. Um, Jackson is also up for the throne, but he doesn't want it either because they're like, what did the circle, which is like the circle of all the paranormals, what did they do for us? Like they're really mad at everyone. So they're, he's like, I don't want the throne either. Um, and then there's Flint. Flint is a dragon. He is basically the dragon prince. His parents are the king and queen of the dragons. He is now the love interest of Jackson. So ever since, I think it was like the last book, no, two books ago, because the last book was all about the Shadow Realm, remember? It was like during that time that Grace couldn't remember when she was stone and Hudson was there with her. They were in the Shadow Realm for like years and years and years. Actually, I think it was only like, a couple years maybe um but anyways it was like during a span of like three months that she was stoned that this all happened so uh yes flint <laughs> going back to it flint is now the love interest of jackson um it's very very cute we love them and uh eden eden is also a dragon she's part of the friend group um, then there's Heather. So Heather is kind of a new character. We knew about Heather in the first book. She has been best friends with Grace all during, like, growing up, just the best friend. She's a human. 
Um, she comes into this book, like she's a part of this book so far. And then they have Makai, which he's the vampire friend that is dying from shadow poisoning. So when they were doing all those trials, I think to get like an elixir or I can't remember what they were trying to get. Um, but they were doing like all those trials and everything. He got bit by like a shadow bug. And so he was poisoned. And so he's been dying um, for the past five months. And that's who that they're trying to save, like by going back to the shadow realms in this book. Uh, and then we have Macy. So Macy is Grace's cousin. She's a witch. It was her dad that is the headmaster of like the Catmere Academy, which in the fourth book, Catmere kind of gets destroyed because they like uh, the evil vampire king Silas. He like destroyed it. So it's being rebuilt, everything like that. And then <laughs> I'm just like, I hope that you're following along. This is like a lot of information. I'm just kind of doing like a little synopsis that I'm, I'm hoping that you remember all this. Because, uh, yeah, remember in the fourth book that uh, Macy's mom is actually found out to be alive. And so Macy has kind of gone through a spiral of the past like five months since she's found this, um, kind of spiraling a lot. And I thought it was insane, but it was mentioned in the book, which I'll mention now is that this has happened over like a year span. So it's been a year since Grace's parents died. And then it's been about five-ish months since like the war uh, with the gargoyles, uh, being the gargoyle queen, like just that whole thing happened. Uh, like before, like at the end of book four. And then book five we know was when... Uh, Grace was a gargoyle during those couple months. And then this book, book six, literally leaves off the same as the end of book five, if that makes sense. So at the end of book five, she remembers everything that happened in the shadow realm and like remembers her time there with Hudson, just remembers everything. So this book literally is that same day. And uh, <laughs> all this happens like very quickly. So when we get into this, she's, yeah, she's remembered everything. It was that morning, and they're like, well, we have to go save Makai. So they get started basically on their plan from that. So Grace hasn't had a lot of time to really, like, process, like, oh, my gosh, like, now I remember years of spending with Hudson, and he still loved me even though, like, I forgot everything. Like, it's just so beautiful how their relationship is and it's so cute and Hudson is like the sweetest and anyways that's kind of like the background of everything I hope you kind of followed along uh but yeah now we're we're really getting back into it to start it off like it's that later that afternoon her and Hudson are together and they're like okay we need to come up with a plan on how to save Makai. Like, what do we need to do? Uh, we need to meet up with our friends and figure it out. Uh, because at the end of book four is when Eden comes. I know someone comes to them and is like, hey, we got to go to the shadow realms or we got to do this. Like, they, they basically are like, we got to do something. I can't remember what it was. I need to actually go back and read that part. But... So, yeah, starting this now, um, they believe that they need to go back into the Shadow Realm to help Makai, but Grace is, like, pretty hesitant to go back because, obviously, like, she was there for years, and then when she came back out, she forgot all about Hudson, so she doesn't want that to, you know, happen again. But also, Hudson, like, said, like, you do remember that you got hit with, like, a really big, like, time dragon magic that hit into her so that's probably why like she forgot everything her timeline was reset which we'll go into a little bit later and so she's like okay yeah that's probably why I forgot everything and he didn't and this is where he was so sweet because he's like now all that matters like now or he says now is all that matters you're my mate you're always going to be my mate and I'm always going to love you which I'm like oh my gosh that's like the perfect start off to a book like just reconfirming your love for each other we love that so then they start talking about the shadow realm a little bit and about the little umbra which I don't remember if you remember or 
sorry, that was confusing. I don't know if you remember what an Umbra is. It's basically like those little shadow creatures that were in the Shadowland, and there was one that they named Smokey that was basically like Hudson's little companion, and he loved her so much, and then she like sacrificed herself at the end battle. And I remember the Umbras, or like I think of the Umbras as like in Treasure Planet, like the Disney uh, animation, where it's like that little blob of like pink goo, little animal thing. That's what I think of as Umbras. So just keep that in mind. Um, so they were they started talking about little Smokey or uh, the little Umbra, and hoping that maybe like her timeline got reset or like that she's still alive or. Um, you know, it's really important to them. So they go and meet up with this group at the cafe. And as they're going, Hudson asks, like, are we really going to let Heather come with us? Like, she's human. But at this point, Heather knows everything. Like, (laughs) Grace shared everything with Heather. So she's aware of all of it. And Heather and Eden, which is the dragon, they kind of have like a little romance going And they don't get a chance to, or she doesn't get a chance to answer Hudson uh, when she, like, runs right into Jackson and Flint, which I guess they're pretty upset um, about something, uh, probably with their little relationship. But it's been more than a month since they've seen everyone in person. So Hudson and her, uh, they live in San Diego, which they've been kind of going to school and college and Flint and Jackson have been living in Manhattan, which is that's where the Dragon Court is. Uh, so Eden and Heather are already there. They're kind of talking about everything. They catch everyone up. Eden says, like, hey, you know, crap's going down at the Dragon Court. Like, we're basically not far off from a civil war among the Dragon Clans. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? So that's when Flint, because he's the Dragon Prince, is like, you know, Uh, There's a lot of clans that think that my mom isn't capable of ruling now that she doesn't have a dragon, which if you remember, I think it's in the third or fourth book when Jackson gets hurt really bad and basically dies and Flint's mom gives him her dragon heart. So she can't like transform into a dragon anymore, but Jackson can now and it like he survived. And so now that she doesn't have that dragon heart and can become a dragon, the these clans are like, nah, like you can't be the queen anymore, which I mean is understandable. So they've asked her to like step down and she's refused. And so they're working to bring a vote of like no confidence against her with like the dragon court. So like that's going on with the dragon court. And Hudson's like, okay, well, should we talk about Makai dying? Like, let's come up with a plan. And as soon as they had, like, found out that he had this shadow poisoning, the blood letter, which, remember, is Grace's act, like, her grandmother, uh, she had put him under as soon as they realized, um, and in kind of like a stasis or a coma, so that the, the shadow poisoning doesn't spread anymore, but it's not working anymore, so that's why they're on a, a tighter timeline. And Grace asks, like, Eden... Like, where's Macy? Like, does anyone know where Macy is? She should be here. And that's when we find out that she's got kicked out of another school yesterday. And Foster and Rowena, which are her parents, uh, brought her back to live in the witch court with them. So she's currently on, like, house arrest. And I guess since Katmere has been destroyed and, like, she found out her mother was at the vampire court, Macy's been having a really hard time and causing some problems. And that's when Jackson says, like, yeah, so we we don't have Macy here. There's not going to be any Remy or Izzy either. Like, they can't get away from their new academy, which Remy is the one that they met in that prison. And he's the warlock that can see the future. And then Izzy is Jackson and Hudson's half-sister, which we meet her in the fourth book. Yeah, in the fourth book. So just a reminder of those characters. So they can't meet with them either. And so everyone starts talking about shadow magic and, like, the shadow realm, and Hudson and Grace are able to share more of their experience. And uh, we know that shadow magic is the oldest magic in the universe. And when they were there, the mayor uh, was trying to reset the timeline to before the queen was cursed. And so she fought 
Grace and Hudson because they were trying to stop the mayor and ultimately stop her. So they're like, well, maybe we can like bargain with her to try and like save her people. Like we think that that's what she was trying to do. And uh, that's why she attacked because she could have attacked them at any time that they were in that town, Adari, but she only fought them to the near death when they were trying to stop the mayor from resetting the timeline and freeing her people. Um, even if he didn't know that that's what he was doing and saving his daughter, basically, because he was doing all this to save his daughter, but it really would have reset everyone's timeline and freed her people. And we learned that the, the shadow realm was actually built as a prison after the shadow queen upset of God, which we'll learn more about this later when we talk to like the time God, um, which we'll go into that. Uh, cause right now, of course, it's like kind of confusing, like, okay, why did she do that? At least I was confused of like, I couldn't really remember like why she was fighting them and like if she was good or if the mayor was bad, I couldn't really remember. At that point in their conversation, uh, the gargoyle general, Artelia, she reached out to Grace and says like, we've got a problem. So Grace is like, okay, everyone, field trip. Let's jump in this portal and go to Ireland where <laughs> the Gargoyle Court is. So that's what they did. So they get there. They kind of settle down a little bit. And she goes to talk to her general. And she's the general's like, okay, we have an enemy at the Gargoyle Court. We found another one, a hunter, which we know that uh, the crone, which, uh, the crone, okay, remember the crone. So the crone <laughs> is the sister of the blood letter so and the blood letter is grace's grandma so those two were like the very beginning of the world and the crone is very much against paranormals because the blood letter is for paranormals and so the crone has been uh training these hunters to fight and to kill paranormals so she's been gathering this army and so they found another one of these hunters and basically her biggest threat is the gargoyle army and it's the only thing standing in the way uh, of this becoming like a paranormal genocide and world domination and so they're like okay well <laughs> this they know that the circle is kind of in disarray so they're she's building these armies and all these things are happening. They need to go to the Shadow Realm, but also they need to figure out these armies. Grace is like, well, I can tell from this girl that she's not going to do well with torture. So what we're going to do is we're going to let her escape. And then I want you and a couple of your best soldiers to follow her and see where she goes. And so that's what they do. And they find out that the crone has large, large armies of these hunters that are basically going to be marching in like the next month or so. So they're more on this timeline to get to the shadow realm. And uh, <laughs> I know so much information, you guys. Um, and this is just the first part, too. And uh, so the God of time, we we learn about him. I think we talk to him a little bit in book five, but we learn about him in book four. Uh, because Grace is able to freeze time and she's been creating these holes in the universe. So he's like, what are you doing? Um, so they find out that he's there because he's the one that made like the shadow prison and like the shadow realm. So they're like, we have a lot of questions for him. And I'm kind of going to be reading this off because it's just kind of a, a lot of information about what really happened with the shadow queen and like the mayor and all that so you know bear with me uh so we find out that the shadow queen she actually fell in love with a mortal and what set the shadow queen off is falling in love and getting pregnant by a human time wizard so that's when grace and hudson look at each other and they're like is that the mayor <laughs> like so we know that the mayor was trying to reset the timeline to save his daughter and they think maybe the Shadow Queen wasn't fighting them to be free of the prison as much as she also wanted the timeline reset to save their daughter. So, yes, the Shadow Queen fell in love with the mayor and they were trying to, like, get everything set up. Um, 
So because she's from the shadows, the shadow queen is immortal, but her mate was mortal, which made her deathly afraid that her child could die. So while pregnant, the shadow queen basically became obsessed with finding a way to keep her child from eventually dying, which is understandable. And she begged the the child's father for help, which is the mayor. He was a time wizard and he refused um, because this kind of magic is basically forbidden and unstable. But when she eventually gave birth, he couldn't resist like that desperation. And so he performed a spell using that forbidden time magic that would let their daughter live forever. But it didn't bring the baby eternal life like they hoped because the queen was pregnant with two kids. Like she had twins. So it basically bound the children's souls together. So at first she and the wizard, like the mayor thought everything was fine. Like one was one of the twins was a little bit smaller and a little bit more sickly than the other, but that happens with twins. They were both fine. And then they found out that the little girl's well-being was tied to that of her sister. So the stronger and healthier that one sister grew, the weaker the other one became. Uh, So that was what was part of the time wizard spell that had worked. As long as their souls were linked, neither could die. But, of course, like it didn't take long uh, for one twin to figure out that every time her sister got hurt, she grew stronger. So she started hurting her sister in order to become more powerful. And the Shadow Queen was like, nah, like I don't want this to happen. And basically the only way to keep you both safe is to sever the bond between them. So the Shadow Queen being, you know, a very fruitful queen, she's like, I got to find this solution. So the Shadow Queen went to find this woman who was rumored to also share a soul bond with her twin sister and beg her for help. Does that sound familiar? Like, who else has a twin sister? Okay, are you piecing it together like I did? So the Shadow Queen believed when she said that she could because this one lady was like, yeah, I can help you. Like, I can tell you everything I know about it about severing the soul in exchange for a vial of shadow poisoning. And so the queen was like, okay. And that's when they all start to think like, oh my gosh, it was the crone, wasn't it? She wanted the shadow poisoning because she used the shadow poisoning to poison the gargoyle army. Isn't that kind of like a circle, you know, like shadow queen was like, hey, I'll give give you this shadow poisoning if you tell me about how to sever this bond. The crone was like, absolutely, I'll tell you what I know about this. Here's, I need like this shadow poisoning to basically get into one gargoyle and separate it like to all the gargoyle army. So basically the all the gargoyle army had to go into stasis so that it wouldn't spread anymore. So that's why they were in stone for like thousands of years. Yeah, whole big... <laughs> Big, big circle that happened um so the crone took the poison and then she did upheld her end of the bargain she told the shadow queen exactly what she knew about severing a, a soul bond between the two twins basically that it's impossible and can't be done that's it like the crone freaking played her she was like yeah i'll tell you everything i know i don't know anything thank you for the poison oh my gosh i would have been so mad so, um, obviously the shadow queen was very mad. Um, and so they all start to think like, okay, we have, we only have one choice. Basically we need to help the shadow queen. It's the only way to help Makai, like her poison, her cure. Um, but we also have to travel back to the shadow realm without attracting these time dragons, which they fought all during last book. And we're going to need to wait to get away home. And we're going to need to find a way back home. And we're still going to need a bargaining chip to force the queen to help Makai. So they have like all these different pieces of of this plan that they're like, well, where do we start? Like, what's (laughs) what do we need to do first? And because they need to find out like leverage against the queen. But Grace is like, something tells me that the blood letter is going to know how to get this leverage since it was her evil sister who started this whole mess. Uh, so they find, yeah, they just find out all about the Shadow Queen. They are still talking to Jinkin, who is the god of time. 
and Heather's kind of being really sassy to him. She's like, we need this. We need to know this. We, we should do this. Like, you're going to tell us this, like very demanding. And I bolded this because, um, we're going to talk about it in a little bit as well. But he said, I've met humans. They're weak, silly, scared. You are not human. So that gets my mind racing. Is Heather not human? Like, and there's another, another piece later on that gets me thinking to that again. So we'll, we'll kind of go over it. It's kind of exciting. Um, okay. So yeah, they need to enter the shadow realm and it doesn't, in a way that doesn't cause like a, a tear in space time. They know that. And he's like, okay, well, where did you first encounter the shadow bugs? And she's like, okay, well, it was like in the fountains in the trials, but that fountain also matched a fountain in Turin, which is where the witch court is. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's the freaking portal. And uh, they're like, well, we'll have to find a way to smuggle themselves back out. So they're coming up with this plan. In the meantime, Grace goes to talk to her grandma, who's the blood letter. And her grandma's like, you know exactly what to do. Like, your thoughts are going in the right places. Like, tell me what you need to. She's being like a very sly lady again, basically saying, like, I know all, but you're going to tell me what you know. And basically, like, help you form this plan without telling you what the plan is. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Grace goes in. She's like, okay, so my mating bond with Jackson was severed. And her grandma's like, yes, I know. And Grace is like, okay, well, granted, our meeting bond was an engineered bond, but still the question is, would a spell performed by a time wizard not result in an engineered bond as well? Which is interesting because they figured out how to break the bond with Jackson because that was an engineered bond. So she's kind of thinking along the same way, like this soul bond or is it tethered? Like, can they break it since it's an engineered one as well? So that's an interesting thought. And her grandma basically confirms that. And she says, however, their bond was created with dark magic. It'll take something very, very powerful to break it, which that means you need to go find celestial dew. Only one of the twins needs to drink it. Now getting a hold of it is a whole nother matter. So she basically tells them to get this dew, you need to go see the curator and make an impossible trade for the location but the bittersweet tree vanishes and moves by the whim of the stars and only the creator knows location. So yeah, just another, (laughs) another thing that they have to do. And she's like, okay, well, we need to go get that first. And the, the grandma is like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's start from the beginning. You need to go to the shadow queen first and make the bargain. You'll trade the elixir, which may or may not work, but it is her only chance to save her daughters in exchange for healing Makai. So they go back with the others and uh, they're starting to talk about the crone again and seeing an opportunity to take them all down while the circles and rambles. Uh, they basically remind us that the vampire court has no king, the dragon court has no heart, and the gargoyle court has grace, which is basically, she's basically a teenager in over her head. So they're like, Okay, we need to get started. So Grace goes to her grandfather, which was that really old gargoyle guy. um, And she hands back the crown, which is like a tattoo on her hand. Uh, So she puts it back in his hand. It's on his palm um, saying like, hey, basically take care of the gargoyles uh, while I'm away. Okay, (laughs) so they were there. So now they're going to the witch court. And they're like, okay, well, we can't talk to the witch queen and king because they're kind of crazy and uh, they don't really like us. So they're like, okay, well, what about the queen's sister? She's helped us before in the past. Uh, We can go there. And they're like, okay, cool. So they portal in and that's where they talk to uh, Viola, who's the sister. And uh, basically tell her their plan that we need to find a way to activate the portal to the shadow realm. Um, And she's like, okay, well, I can help you with that, but it's only a one-way direction. Like, you'll need to find your way home. And they're like, yes, we're aware. And then she, uh, Viola, takes Grace to the side. And she's like, is there another reason you came to visit us? 
And Grace is like, um, not really. And then she's like, okay, well, maybe this occasion is fortuitous for us all then. Because for today, you seek to save not only the life of your friend, but also the life of someone I've helped protect for longer than I care to remember. And Grace is like, okay, well, the only other people that we might help are the twins. And she looks at Viola and she's like, one of them is here, isn't she? Yes. <laughs> one of the twins of the Shadow Queen is there in the witch court. She is like protected by all these different safeties. And, and Grace is like, oh my gosh, I would love to meet her if, like she's willing like can I meet her I want to know about her mother I want to know about this like if this bargain would work I want to know about her sister and she's like absolutely I'll go ask her so the twins name is Lorelai which obviously I love that name because of Gilmore Girls and and that's when it all clicks because Lorelai does look like the Shadow Queen and also the mayor and it clicked for me a long time ago which we kind of talked about but I don't think it clicked for Grace until this point. And so they start talking to Lorelai and um, she was trying to save the twins. I'm trying to like read these notes because it, it's kind of confusing. So their mom uh, saw that the twins could easily hurt each other and basically did something terrible to undo her father's magic. And it was so bad that a God banished her to a prison realm with her sister um, and I guess Lorelai was with their father at this point. And then when the prison walls came down, this is like from her understanding. So I'm like not understanding what the prison walls came down uh, because I, I don't know that part yet, I guess. Uh, so the sister uh, were and her were trapped on opposite sides of this wall, uh, which is confusing because it says when the prison walls came down, but they were trapped uh so part of Lorelai's soul is trapped with Liana who's the the sister in that prison so Lorelai her body has been weak let's see and so if Viola doesn't keep me locked inside for my own good I feel compelled to try to cross to the shadow realm to reconnect with the rest of my soul I don't know about this part. I'm still very confused about it. And I'm hoping by the end of the book, I'll understand what she was talking about. And maybe this part doesn't really matter. I don't really know. So anyways, you can be confused just as I am with this. Um, but she does agree to help Makai. And she's like, hey, you need to bring him here so that he can drink my blood. And maybe that will help like with the poison. Uh, you don't really have anything to lose at this point. So they're carefully like able to bring him there. And because she's like, I thought that the blood would kind of make it so that he had a couple more months to live. But really, like the blood only helped him get two more weeks at most, maybe less. So she's like, I am going to keep him here with me. I will help him as much as I can. You guys go do your thing. And at that point, Remy, <laughs> he's the warlock that can see the future. He texts Grace and it was like, hey, you can find what you're looking for in Alexandria, Egypt. Sorry, I can't be with you for now. Sorry, I can't be with you now, but you won't need me for a while. As soon as I can figure out how to break out of this place, I'll meet up with you. Hopefully you'll be in time. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, that is a lot. Uh, so they're able to open the portal at the Fountain to the Shadow Realm. So let's kind of recap a little bit because it's kind of confusing. So basically, they're going to go to the Shadow Realm. They are going to try and get the Queen's attention so that they can get to talk to her. And they're going to tell her, like, hey, uh, we can help you sever this bond if you give us this cure. And, like, help our friend. And so the Queen hopefully will say yes and then hopefully they can find a smuggler to get them out. So once they get out, then they have to go to Alexandria, Egypt to find this curator. And once they kind of get a hold of this curator, they're going to make a trade uh, to know where this tree is, 
once they get to that tree, they're going to be able to find the celestial dew. And then once they find that dew, then they can go back to the queen and give her that to sever the bond. And she'll give them like the antidote, basically. So that's that's the plan. As far as my understanding, it could also change in like the next chapter, too. So that's a little recap of where we're at. I know there's been a lot of information um, and at least from now on, there isn't a lot of information that's going to happen. It's mostly now the action part, which has been nice because usually at the beginning of the stories is like where all the information comes in and you're trying to remember the characters, you're trying to remember the situations, you're trying to remember just everything that's been going on. So let's get back into it. So they are at the portal of the fountain and that's when Grace goes over to Heather and she's like, hey, thank you for being with us up until this point. Here's your plane ticket to go back home. Like, thank you so much. And Heather's like, oh, okay, cool. So they all go into the portal. Once it closes, Grace turns around and Heather's there. And she's like, Heather, what are you doing here? And this is the part that I bolded from like above because I was like, this I think is important. She said, I don't know why, Grace, but I have this feeling that if I didn't join you, you'd never come back. Okay, who is Heather? You know, like, what is she supernatural? She has to be supernatural. Of course she has to be. But what is she? You know, like, I know that earlier they were talking about these celestials. What if she's a celestial? Anyways, we're going to talk about this <laughs> in a little bit. Like, this is going to be one of our speculations that we talk about at the end of the, the episode. Because I went into a rabbit hole with this. Okay, so they're like, okay, well, we have to keep going. So they go to the farm of the family that they stayed with in the very beginning. Like in last book, when Hudson and uh, Grace go to that farm, they meet that family. That's where they meet Smokey, like... Uh, so they go back to that farm and uh, all these umbras are there, but they can't find Smokey like she's not there at all. And that's when they also find out that Grace's timeline really was reset. So they don't remember her. They only remember Hudson. And um, that's when the little girl, she like comes out, she greets them. She's so excited. She doesn't remember Grace. She loves Hudson. She turns around in her backpack and she's like, meet baby Smokey. So cute. Hudson is so excited, basically like his little daughter. And uh, they like love each other. It's really cute. And uh, so basically her timeline was reset, but she like still remembers Hudson, which is so cute. So they all stay the night and then head to Adare, so, which is the little town. And when they get to Adare, they stop dead at like the the uh city limits basically the boundaries because they the people changed adare to vegaville this town is obsessed with hudson obsessed like they have festivals about him like everyone wants to dress like him uh, just absolutely obsessed with hudson and everyone in the group is just loving it they think it's so funny and grace is of course enjoying it because she's like you've done so much for us like you deserve to have all this attention and yeah they think that he's basically famous which is so funny so they know the plan that they need to find the smuggler so they go uh to this like midnight market and they start to talk to the people that they remember there and and see about where all these other goods were coming from and because uh, remember this whole world is purple like shades of purple and so they know that someone is smuggling in regular human things because they're not purple so they go to like a couple people that they think might have connections and and kind of start talking to people there and there's this concert promoter that comes up to Hudson that wants to do this whole concert because when they were in Shadow Realm last book uh Hudson did this like little concert I can't remember why um maybe to get their attention but he sang or whatever and everyone's obsessed and so they start to formulate this plan like maybe to have this big concert to get the queen's attention and so Grace is like okay I'll contact like the concert promoter with Hudson's demand uh, we're going to use this guy's network to get the word out so that it's like the whole realm will know 
And then the rest of them will organize the concert venue. And then Hudson's like, oh, well, the Vega Brothers has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? So he basically brings Jackson into this. And remember, um, this doesn't really come up at all, but I thought it was a good reminder that none of them can use like their extra powers. So there's like no telekinesis for Jackson, no poofing things for Hudson, no demigod magic for her. Only Macy has use of her magic because it's who she is, like flying and shifting our dragons and like and her and super strength and speed are for Hudson. Like they're only their general powers. Also, I didn't even mention that. That reminds me when they were at the witch court, Macy finds them and comes with them. So I forgot to mention that. But Macy's not the same anymore. Like she basically went into like an emo depression, like is wearing all black, like is very depressing like she's not all rainbows and sparkles anymore and pink so they all know that she's going through something and uh that's just kind of like a side story that we don't really know much about because macy's not really being open about it but i think it's going to come into play later so anyways it happens to be the concert they're there for a couple days and it's like a huge concert everyone is there and as Hudson goes to reach for the microphone he freezes and his face shifts from like joy into like lethal basically so he gives Grace a nod because they were all planning for the queen to come or like for them to get captured so they have all this plan and he gives them a nod basically the signal that it started so everything goes black And then seconds later, a group of guards swarm like backstage. So they all get blindfolded. They all get gagged and they get put into this wagon or whatever vehicle. And uh, they basically are traveling for a little bit. um, And they're like, oh, my gosh, this plan worked. Like, how did this work? And um, so then they get escorted into this building. They don't really know where they are. And then they wait for a little bit. And a voice says, the queen will see you now. And that's when they're really like, oh, shit, it worked. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, And so they go in. They get unbound. They get ungagged, untied, whatever. And the queen is like, okay, um, I remember you from last time, Hudson. Like, why do I need to listen to you? What is this false bravado about? Like, I can just behead you now, right now. And that's when Grace steps up and she's like, okay, well, I have a friend who's dying from shadow poisoning. Like he was bitten by a shadow bug in the impossible trials. And the queen is like, okay, so you're here to beg for his life. Like what a waste of time trying to save another being to caring about someone is a weakness your enemies can exploit. And the queen is like, get to the point. Like, you're the one here asking for my help. After all, like, I haven't come asking you for help with one of my subjects. And Grace is like starting to get a little ticked. And she's like, it doesn't matter if Makai is your subject. He's our friend. And we've never done any damage to your people. Not the way you've done to mine. And she's talking about like the gargoyles because the queen doesn't know who she is. And the queen's like, oh, so you're referring to the shadow poison currently working its way through his bloodstream? Like, you paranormals are fragile. It's amazing you survive. And freaking Grace is like, had it. She's like, you mean like Lorelai? It's astounding she lived as long as she has, but also terrifying to think that she spent her whole life in agony. And the queen's like, how dare you speak of my daughter when you don't know anything about her? And Grace is like, I know plenty about her it's why I'm here after all it's a bargain I want to strike and the queen is like well don't you dare bring my daughters into your scheme and Grace she's so like oh my gosh she's like I didn't involve your daughters you did a thousand years ago and your tunnel vision nearly killed an entire species so don't you dare stand there and try to take the moral high ground with me and Grace just kind of like like she she's just like had it and she's just so mad at the queen and she's like i know how to separate your daughter's souls which is something you for all your power can't do so i'll give you one more chance to make a bargain with me that will sever them in exchange for my friend's life all you have to do is decide if you want to take it or leave it and that's it that's where i stopped (laughs) and legitimately i haven't read past it like 
I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. I'm like, I'm going to start reading like right after this. I waited, you guys. I wanted to wait until I did this episode so that we could do this together. Like, ugh, I know. Anyways, what are your thoughts and feelings? Like, there's a lot of things that I think could happen, like, especially going back to the Heather thing. I think she could be a celestial. I think that she could be like, what if she's one of the twins? No. Well, no. What if she's evil? No, I couldn't see her being evil. What if she's like another species, like another supernatural that we just don't know about? Or what if she's part of the shadow realm? Or like, I don't know. There's so many things. So like there's Heather and then what's happening with Macy? I know that she's having a hard time with like her parents and stuff, but like, is she going to like turn evil? Like we don't know about her. Um, are Grace and Hudson going to be going through anything? Like, I hope that Grace keeps her memories. Like, because I, I think this is like the last, last book. And so like, uh, she, like she keeps um, telling Hudson because the vampire court is like, in disarray but they don't want anyone from their lines to like take the kingdom but if if uh hudson is going to be king then he can't be with grace like he can't be her mate and be like the gargoyle king and so like and jackson if he chooses to be the king then he can't be with flint because flint is going to be the dragon king you know so they would have to like give up their love and so I don't know what's going to happen with that. Like, is there going to be like an all over war? Like, are, is the shadow realm maybe going to change their thoughts about the paranormals and help them against like the humans? Like, is the realm like going to become like come into like the, the world and not be like a whole different basically level of, like realm? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, there's so many possibilities and I'm so excited to keep going. I really hope it doesn't disappoint. Like, oh, my hopes are up so high. Uh, but anyways, thank you for listening to this part one. And I'm going to start working on part two now. And I'm just, I'm so excited. I hope that all of this made sense. If not, go in uh, re-listen to those episodes that have book one through five and hopefully there's enough information in there or if you wanted to read them because that has even more information uh, and yeah let's just keep going I want to know your thoughts and theories and where you think this is going to go because it's up in the air we don't know and that's really exciting. So anyways, follow me on Instagram. It's find me in a book podcast. Follow me on all the social medias and let's keep reading.